Welcome to the preview podcast of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, everyone. This week is your number 36. We're talking about the X-Files. Welcome to the preview podcast, everyone. X-Files. So you guys uh, you guys happy that X-Files is back? A lot of people back in the day were like, oh my god, X-Files is dirt. I know a couple of friends who were like, oh, what, it's back? Some of them didn't even know it's back, and some of them who are were like, oh my god, it's back and in full force. What do you guys think? So I am one of those that's oh my gosh back it's in full force, because um, I was a big fan of X Files like back in the day like yeah. like huge fan um there was for a while like my best memories of X probably because the memories I have with it was like me and my mom watching it and the TV we had really couldn't pick up channel five too well so all we had was audio we didn't have any visual at all mm. so I spent at least three years listening to the X Files <laughs> not exactly watching it nice so. It's what like I imagine, pretty much, yeah, and like what I imagined was like way more or less way worse than what I what, like what happened on the actual show, just because you know it was still like special effects from like the nineties, yeah. Um, but still, because of that, I was more interested in the story rather than just like what was going on because I couldn't see what was going on at all. Mm-hmm. So I had to rely on just my imagination and like what they were talking about and the science behind it and the conspiracy and all that. Um. So I'm so happy it's back. I mean, very happy it's back. And to me, it just feels like it's another chapter. Like, it's continuing from where it last left off. And that's what I really like about it. It doesn't feel like... Well, before hey, we let's... get into into any of that, we'll see that for the actual podcast. What uh, in, in the past uh, previous seasons of The X-Files, what were some of you guys' uh, favorite episodes or, or favorite moments? Uh, I have I have uh, two favorite episodes. I have one of the more serious episodes, which is, I, I think a lot of people uh, who like the X Files will really remember, and it was pretty much the the origin story of uh, the cigarette man, the cigarette smoking man. Oh, the where, smoking man! Yeah, so it turns out that he was the the second gunman on the grassy knoll, and like he's behind all these things, and he is kind of revealing this to the the viewer at, in the form of him writing a story. So he's sitting there on the typewriter smoking and just like clack, 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 clacking away, clacking away. And he keeps on like sending his stories to magazines to be published on a monthly or weekly basis. And they, they never get in because it's too outlandish. And like, how can one human being be responsible for all of these events? And like, I believe he was the one who they said assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. And like, he obviously was one of the first people to interact with aliens and all this other stuff. And, and no one liked the stories cause they didn't think it was believable and the way it was shot, the way it was presented, it was really cool. And it gave you this, this inside look into this very elusive and mysterious man who is, uh, for those of you who haven't seen X-Files and are, are video game nerds, essentially, um, what's his name from Half-Life? The the G-Man. Like, that was oh. kind of his, his whole role. I mean, like, a little less creepy, but, like, you just saw him, and he's just smoking, and you knew he was up to something, but you couldn't place... And when he shows up, you know it's a big deal. Yeah, game. exactly. Um, so that was one of my favorite episodes, but something like that's, like, tied, and it's on a completely different vein... They had a lot of goofy episodes, which not a lot of people uh, realize who don't watch X Files. It was it's a lot like um, like and it kind of like we we're talking about earlier, a lot like Buffy and a lot like Supernatural does this too, where it's serious for a while and there's a super goofy episode to just throw it off kilter a little bit. So there was one that was starring um, two of the stars from Mad TV, 
and it was Will Sasso and Mike McDonald, I think his name was. And they played these two like complete, just like jackasses who found a genie in a bottle. And it had a very monkey's paw kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, that. Very monkey's paw oh, kind of God. lesson to it. So they would wish for stuff and bad things would happen. So they wish for a boat. But then they go broke because they can't afford the taxes on the boat. Like shit like that. So they, one guy goes, you know, and this is, I believe, I think this is how they kind of catch on. He wishes to be invisible and then gets hit by a bus because the bus doesn't see him. And the bus doesn't even stop. It just keeps on going. Like shit like that. And it was really funny because there's, there was the, the genie can't like influence. And it's like kind of this, like, you know, like I dream of genie kind of genie. Like she's this blonde woman, kind of sassy, things like that. So Will Sasso was in a motorized scooter because he could no longer walk. So it gets to a point where they have one wish and they have to use it. Otherwise, like, you know, she can't go and they just want her gone because, like, uh, Mike McDonald or whatever his name is, is already dead. And like, he's just kind of like, I, I don't want to do this. So she goes, I can't tell you what to wish for, but like, you should probably wish for something useful to you. And she's pointing legit at his legs, you know, something that you've been missing for a while that you wish you could regain. And then he goes, huh? And she's like, something that will help you move better. And he goes, Oh, I wish for a solid gold scooter. And then she's just like, oh, oh yeah, you idiot. <laughs> and then my I, favorite, my favorite scene from that episode was um, the friend gets the guy who goes invisible gets killed. Yep. He gets wished back to life by the other guy. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then he's like sitting there and he's like silent. He goes, "Why is he silent? I don't know. But people don't talk. Make him, make him talk. I wish he could talk." And then he just starts screaming <laughs> his lungs out. <laughs> Why are you screaming? Because I'm in pain. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> it's like those kind of episodes that really like. Like stick out to me. So you have the more serious ones, but there's also the off kilter ones, which were awesome. Um, I, I think before one of you other, one of you, someone else chimes in, the most memorable things about X Files to me though is that theme song. It's just that it's pretty good. That opening always scared the shit out of me when I was a little oh, kid. It like scared the shit out of my brother. Yeah, yeah, and just like some of the images they would show and whatnot was just so just ooh, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I was actually watching an episode last night, and um, what's this, the blind lawyer from Battlestar Galactica was in it. Do you remember that guy? Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Which uh, episode? Mark Shepard is his name. He's also in Supernatural. Shepherd. There's a lot of stuff that'll surprise you in the show. Like, yeah. uh, like there's a Vince Gilligan directed episode that's got Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Uh, there's an episode <laughs> with Jack Black, which in is it. actually one of the really one of the best ones ever done. Yeah, if I remember it right. I have to rewatch that one. I'm I'm making my way through them slowly, um, but I, I remember the one that Jack Black was in very, fairly vividly, where he can control. I, I can't remember his electrical pulses, or he can control stoplights. But he would just like sit. He was a hick, and he would just sit in crossroads and just cause major car accidents because he's bored, and because he can. It was pretty deranged. Uh, but Casey, what what's your favorite episode? Um, well, the one that always sticks out to me as a kid, which I think, I think might be related to my first exposure to the X-Files actually being the action figures. Hmm. I remember seeing them on the shelf as a kid and I was like, this thing looks cool as heck. And the, the first one I ever saw was the Fluke Man figure. Hmm. And I mean, the Fluke Man is, is this creepy, like half man, half tapeworm, half creature from the Black Lagoon looking thing. 
Um, but the episode around him, if I remember it right, I think it's called The Host, but I'm not sure. Um, it's, it's just around this, like, whole, like, th- these parasites that are infecting people and stuff, and, but, but just, he's just so visible, visibly striking and, and scary, it, it made me always just want to hop in and watch the show, or not watch it, because of how scary it was. Is that the one with the, uh, thing in the sewer? Is that the fluke man? Yeah, that's him. He's like this pale, like pinkish, yeah. scary thing. Oh my god! He's got god, like, a, yeah. like a leech face. It's oh, it's, he's so gross looking. But it's I remember it's that. So, yeah, it's like that's that's some classic X Files. I that might I don't know if it's the first season, but it's definitely very early in the run. Um, there are a lot of other ones. There's the the other famous one that everybody likes that I think people think are the scariest, which is the. The cannibalistic hillbillies. Oh yeah, one. Um, that's a that's a good one. I really like. Was that the one? Um, um, was that the one where like they're inbred? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they're like banging them. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. It's like oh, there, yeah. there's something that's just like that in in preacher too. <sighs> I mean, scary inbred hillbillies are just like a, a terrifying thing. Mm. But I think I think in this show they it just took it to a whole other level. But at the same time, as scary as they are, they do let you know what your op- what options you have when you have none. Yeah, I uh, guess. Am I am I the um, only one there? Okay, I'm the only one. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Dave. No, I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna let that one go. Um, <laughs> there's the there's the whole episode where they riff on Frankenstein that's in black and white. I don't remember. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, that one was good. Um. Gosh, that's that's going a long time back though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just I I just unless I'm wrong. I mean, I haven't watched the X Files in in years. I tried to get back into it a couple of years ago when the the season ten comics were coming mm-hmm. out, and I was actually talking to the writer of the books, Joe Harris, and I'm like, Joe, I wanna I wanna rewatch X Files, but it's nine seasons. I just I just don't want to commit all that time because I I mean I know the show has been very hit or miss for years. He's like. Yeah, listen, you know, there's these resources online, you know, where you can get all, like, the myth arc kind of, um, stories. Hmm. Like, the, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the, uh... It's like an abridged version. The filler, the, the filler, no, it's like, it's like watching the, the, the opposite of the filler equivalent to an anime. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess where you get, like, all the really important, really good stuff. Yeah. Like, for fans, by fans, like a, like a must-watch kind of a guy. Sure, yeah. Hmm. Um... But but yeah, it uh I start I I got a little bit into it. Um and I I remember seeing this one. Although I I remember I must have gotten pretty far cuz cuz it took a while. But yeah, it's shot entirely in black and white. Um yeah, it's just it's very it's very cool. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. But I mean, I I've said my piece. How about you, Dave? Um definitely when they did the crossover with with cops. Um so there was an episode where they were chasing like this thing through LA, and it was done like cops. Exactly. Oh, how they remember- I vaguely remember that. Yeah, vaguely. it was done exactly like cops, where um, it's like the camera following them around and whatnot, and they're chasing like this like possible werewolf thing, whatever, blah blah, like across like the city, and it's just done like cops, exactly shot for shot, but it's with Mulder and Scully like as the guest, um, the guest um, like agents on it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about it was it wasn't really like anything supernatural. It was like a a virus that they were chasing mm-hmm. where it would like – it wasn't a or virus or a demon that would like act on your fear. So for instance, there's like one part in this episode where like they're doing an autopsy like on this like – on like on this uh, body. And a lady helping with the autopsy like is freaked out saying it's like the Hantavirus. It's the Hantavirus or something. 
And Scully's like, no, it's it's not the Hantavirus. It's something completely different. It's fine. She's always, no, it's the symptoms of the Hantavirus, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's how they die. And Scully's like, nope, that's it's exactly not what it is at all. And all of a sudden, like, the nurse helping Scully dies of the fucking virus, of Hantavirus, or whatever it was. And it was because she was afraid of it for so long, she finally died of the symptoms, like, right there on the spot. Hmm. Um, but definitely also, like, the first two episodes just because they dealt mostly they set it up for oh, yeah. what we were what we were basically going to encounter with the X-Files like mostly about alien stuff and like in the early 90s like aliens and UFOs were really big for some reason I don't remember why or don't know why but around that time we had X-Files we had a show called like sightings and whatnot. Um, oh I remember sightings yeah I remember sightings yeah. yeah there was like unsolved mysteries also that had to do a lot with alien yeah. shit so for whatever reason like Alien stuff was big back in those days, and X Files was a way of telling the stories, without, but making it seem cool and whatnot. And just like the yeah, first two episodes definitely just because they probably scared me the most because they were the ones that were mo- mostly like more vi- most visual. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know the one with cops; those were my my favorites right there. Dude, I I miss sightings. Those shows were so they had like that cheesy '90s vibe to it too. It was I so know. Good. And- for some reason, they were scary and they should not have been. Yeah. Like, probably because we watched them as kids, but like, especially the host, like his voice was so interesting. Like, I don't yeah. know why. Something about like he always narrated it, and he had this that weird, like, almost like newscaster voice. You want to hear what he's saying, and it sounds serious, mm-hmm. but what he's talking about is really scary, so it makes it even worse. And they always had like really ghostly stuff and voices being recorded and whatnot, and that's why I heard first about EVPs and like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's always been something that had fascinated me. Like, even when I was younger, like, it would scare the shit out of me. But, like, I would watch all these shows. And I would just, like, try to, like, figure out, like, you know, if there's any truth behind any of it. And, like, you know, trying to see, like, the the almost the what is common in these stories and, and what isn't common. And try to, you know, it, it's just like a little mystery that you, you try to solve. And Jinkies. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, and that is still kind of like prevalent today. Like I still like enjoy watching like the the show Ghost Adventures, which is always fun, and yeah. <laughs> um, like all that kind of shit. It, it's just it's just interesting to me um, because it, if it's whether it's true or not, it interests me regardless. Because if it's not true, then like what the fuck? Like you know, how are all these people coming up with this common story? You know, like these common situations that have been around since before mass media. And if it isn't, if it is true, then how haven't we gotten so, like solid evidence yet? Like real deal Japanese steel that no one can yeah. dispute evidence. So it, that, I think that's what fascinates me most about this stuff is the, the mystery behind it. You know what I mean? Uh, but Serge, I know that you're not the biggest fan of X-Files. So you'll be our like our our counterweight to the podcast this week. Which do, 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 I, do, 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 I know yeah. I know exactly what Serge is gonna say. He's gonna say his favorite episode was the last episode. I didn't get it that far. No. <laughs> well, the I, last I one's think pretty good. Though. I think I think Dave's it's point was the last episode because it ended. Yeah, I get that, oh, but I'm yeah. just gonna overrule it. Say I didn't get that far. Yeah. Good. Um. But yeah, any any particular reason 
why you didn't i know we talked about briefly before but any yeah i mean it was such such a long time ago and i'm trying to remember um and yeah. I, I know there were a ton of shows i was watching back then as as per usual mm-hmm. um i don't know but maybe it just didn't stack up against the other shows i was watching mm-hmm. but uh i remember everybody was like really into the x-files and a lot of people were like it's pretty good but I also had friends who really didn't like it just just the same as me and people who were really into it were like really into the x-files um i have a friend today uh like she was so excited to hear that it was coming back like i told her I'm like oh hey so you're gonna watch the x-files when it comes back and she was like wait what what do you what do you mean when it comes back and i was like you don't you don't know they're bringing the x-files <laughs> back and just the joy from her face was it was oh like a ray of sun like just came out she was like what i'm getting a million dollars like yeah it's it's coming back and i don't know like i and i asked her like why do, why do you watch the x-files and i don't know she just said she liked it just the mystery of it like the like you know like it was thrilling to her it was very interesting tv but to me i don't know it wasn't uh, i didn't didn't get my attention you know mm. and I, I like a lot of like nerdy shit you know i've watched like mm. the the original Battlestar Galactica, like the new Battlestar Galactica, like Star Wars, like Star Trek. I love watching uh, Next Generation, which was my favorite version of, of Star Trek. I don't know. Like, I watched a lot of nerdy shows, uh, you know, like Zine and Hercules Adventures, like shit like mm-hmm. that. But I don't know. For yeah. some reason, X, whenever I watched X-Files, it just, it just didn't click with me. And I watched I watched a lot of episodes, too. Um, I'm not any that I can recall. I remember the whole uh, Smoking Man thing. That was, that was interesting. But yeah. I don't know. I was just never into it i was also like younger too so like god only knows why i didn't like it i mean i haven't watched it since then because i remember that i didn't i didn't like it but uh i'm definitely gonna be watching these new ones because i watched the, the the trailer and some featurettes and it looked really interesting i was like oh wow is this the same x-files we're talking about because that looks interesting to me maybe i'm older now my, my changes of taste i don't know but the uh from what i've seen from the previews it looked good i mean like i think i think nerds are and geeks us as a culture are very interesting too because i have things that i don't particularly like that i know are widely regarded as being well like like i'm not a big lord of the rings fan mm-hmm. uh, i fell asleep during the first movie <laughs> uh, i did too i made I did it too. i made it to through the second movie but like i only liked uh gollum and then the third one was cool with the elephant and stuff like that. But like, still, like Gollum was the highlight for me. And I think it's so called Gollum... Arlefins, Greg. I'll, sounds very I'll, I'll similar. You, I'll give you that, Greg. Like, I wasn't a big fan of Lord of the Rings. Also, like, yeah. I've, I think not really Lord of the Rings. I think it's more as like just Peter Jackson's direct, directing style. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I've watched here. King Kong maybe once or twice, only because I just can't. It's a great movie. Yeah, but I just can't bring myself to watch it all in one shot. Like. Yeah, well, and Lord of the Rings is no different. In fact, like I, I mean, I, I'll watch them, but I'm not a big fan. I know the characters are, and it's fun to say the lines from the from the movie. I mean, we're movie oh, yeah. guys, so we love seeing quotes. Yeah, but I actually enjoyed like the Hobbit series better, yes. just because it was more entertaining and funny. Even though everyone else who loved Lord of the Rings really didn't like the Hobbit series. So I agree with you with that. It's like just something about his directing style in those One movies. One could argue that the Hobbits were better because of what he went through with the Lord of the Rings. But at yeah, the same time, yeah. I, I, I do agree. I think that the Hobbit the Hobbit series is better. But it could be because he went through all the Lord of the Rings and now he knows what to do. So he just oh, like sure. dove, dove but, into it. But I no, yeah, I agree. Like, like, like I wasn't really into it. I mean, I know friends who are like, it, like they can say the Lord of the Rings are like their favorite movie trilogies like over Star Wars. And I'm like, you guys are high. Yeah. You guys are high. But uh, 
but uh yeah i mean uh like one of our friends like like knows elvish like a little bit and all the other like really crazy nerd stuff i mean i mean stephen colbert is a huge lord of the rings fan yeah. and he and you ever he, see him and james franco get into oh it? man it's unbelievable <laughs> it's crazy and whenever he has like um elijah wood on he tries not to get into it but like, he slowly slips into <laughs> it and the same thing with with, with Conor o'brien like he's huge like uh into lord of the rings and there was an interview where, where elijah wood was uh was talking about some other movie and Conor kept like referencing uh, lord of the rings by accident he was like i'm sorry that i keep doing this <laughs> i mean but there's a lot of people too who are just like like all of my nerd friends love lord of the rings like love 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 like that are here anyways that i work with and that i i see on a uh personally on a daily basis and i tell them and they'll, like they'll quote it to me and i'll be like i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> i've seen each each of those movies once with the exception of i actually never finished the hobbit series Really? And, well, I think it's a Peter Jackson thing for me. So, like, he has me for yeah, two absolutely. of the three hours that his movies are. <laughs> and in that last hour, I'm just like, I really don't fucking care what happens anymore. Like, you've wasted my Although, day, sir. I will say, Lord of the Rings, especially Return of the King and um, The Two Towers, yeah. probably had some of the best battle scenes oh, I've yeah. seen on cinema. Oh, like, yeah. I will give them that. Those freaking scenes were... Like, even though if you weren't invested in the characters, those battle scenes, you're sitting there waiting for shit to happen. Like, oh my god, this is this is it. Those orcs are going to come in. They're they're going to get into the deep and just fuck shit up. You know, you, you feel the battle coming. So I'll give him credit on that. Like, when he wants to go off the wall with shit, he can go off the wall with sure. shit. Yeah. Especially in, uh, in in the two towers. Like what I, what I loved about that was the uh, was like the, the the battle scene going up to to Isengard where um, the hobbies convinced the trees, the Ents, to to, to to go to go fight, and uh, and it's just the most. I love Peter Jackson's directing because like, he knows how to paint an epic scene. You know, like you have the hobbits on the shoulders of, of Treebeard, and he and he's giving this huge like battle speech, like like this is, will be the last march of the Ents, like the we like we march to our doom, and then you have like the epic music playing in the background, like ah! and I'm like, oh my god, tears. <laughs> the battle's about, and you see them like slowly marching to, and then the battle commences, and you see like these giant trees like fought, like fighting like with branches and stones and things, and it's crazy. So yeah, you know, I find it funny. Like you said, you weren't a big fan of because we were all like young when X Files came out. Like we can't deny we we're like ten or eleven. Like we were, yeah, we were young. So I find it interesting how like Surge didn't like X Files too much. I'm sure he tried watching it yet. You sit him in front of the original Power Rangers. Oh yeah! Oh my and god! And he and he will watch that shit like every episode, no matter how bad and corny it is. Now, but that's he will I sit have, and watch dude, it. I have Alpha's communicated when he when he calls the Power Rangers oh, as man. as my my text tone. I like, know I, I that's it's like yeah. But that's I think it's different though because you know at that like so for me I like X Files a lot because that's a big nostalgia factor because I remember being young and like you know not wanting to go to bed and my dad watching the X Files and he like. You know, I say he's watching it, but he's really sleeping in front of the TV. So you would just like wait for the snores to happen and you would sneak in while the music's playing and you would just like sit there and watch it until he wakes up and yells at you and then you scramble to bed and you wait for the snores to happen and you sneak back in. And you kind of... <laughs> so like it, a lot of it has a lot to do with that. And then I just kind of like the more I started watching it, the more into it I got. And it was like not only was it a treat that I got to watch it, but it really kind of like sparked something for me that like, you know, there is something else out there potentially maybe. So <laughs> potentially maybe no. <laughs> so it, it really kind of like I don't know something like just like Dave was saying the cerebral part of it really got me thinking and really kind of 
you know, what what is that that squeak in the night? Is it just the house settling or is it something else? Or, you know, is it an alien or is it a ghost or is it a Bigfoot or is it a genie that is granting terrible or witches? An alien ghost. Alien ghosts, you know, like it's, it's kind of like it, it, it sparked that whole thing. And I think Mulder's poster strikes a chord with me where it's like, I want to believe. I want to believe. You know, I want to believe. You just have to give me proof beyond a shadow of a doubt. Um, so I think that's it for me, and I think Power Rangers is that way too. Like, but it's also different because Power Rangers was more yeah, you, geared you toward can't our Power age group. Oh, I'm doing it right now. Check this out. Uh, it's it was geared towards our age group, so we were naturally, you know, because we love giant robots and we love the ability to morph and get these superpowers and fight exactly. putties and like you know go through all that and. And, that's why it's so different it, like yeah. it's, it's it's faster it's louder there's explosions and stuff like what, what kid back in the day didn't like mighty morphin pioneers i know i know only of two but then they had like vr troopers or whatever oh, yeah. vr troopers big what bad beetleborgs big bad beetleborgs superhuman samurai cyber squad with joey lawrence cyber squad matthew lawrence i had those toys matthew I lawrence that's right fucking i had those toys I, before i saw the show and then i saw the show i, I, I like, still have servo i still have servo i probably like, have them in my right now yeah Servo, I have uh, both the things that can turn into his armor. Oh, man, that show is Let's just do a funny. 90s podcast. Oh, 90s. Let's talk about <laughs> the 90s. Everything with the 90s. Literally sitting here with a box Cyber of toys. Squad. It's the Bad Coyote fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, everything from the 90s is coming back. Like, uh, I see, like, these these younger kids, like, who are, like, 18, 19, like, like wearing some of the styles of the high-top shoes, like, tying a, like, a, like, a plaid sweater around your waist flannel's like, yeah. bigger than it's ever been wearing, wearing snapbacks like high top fades i'm just like what this is so weird yeah. it's it's weird for, for me because like, like all that stuff went that? out of style it absolutely went out of style but now it's like cool now i'm like what that's weird i got rid of all that stuff because it wasn't cool what's, anymore what's, what's weird about that also is like back in like the early like in the 90s 70s style was coming back like yeah. some pe- like yeah, people yeah, in the yeah. 70s bell bottoms it was, like, big in the yeah. 90s for some reason, you yeah. know? So it's, like, interesting how, like, it's always a 10- or 20-year gap between, like, how when shit comes back and when it's out and all that stuff, so. Yeah, I remember but, I remember when my mom, like, when my, my sister was asking for a bell-bottom, like, uh, jeans. My mom was like, those are back? And my sister was like, yeah, those are cool. And she thought it was, like, the weirdest thing. But she was like, oh, okay. And then uh, I remember when they came back from the store and my mom was, like, weirded out. She was like, every store is selling these bell-bottom. What? Like what's happening? <laughs> and that's what's happening with '90s stuff now. People what are wearing like high it? top shoes and like all this other stuff. And like like uh, some music is kind of like using uh, like samples from some of the old like like the Real McCoy and all other stuff. And it's so funny. I'm like, wow, look at all this junk. And all these kids are like, yeah, stiff as key because we don't have our own shit now, so we have to buy it off in the past. But you know, yeah, thrifting. It helps. It helps everyone. <laughs> I think. I think Casey's right. We should do a '90s podcast just because. I, I said think '90s podcast. It's not Casey's that, idea. Casey. God damn what it! What the dude. hell? To me, they're the same. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, take now it. we're hitting the Dave Eject button, mm-hmm. and he's not going to be on the next one. So everybody, say goodbye. You and... ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Ah, I'm back, bitches. Oh. But um, I think most of the podcast will just be us playing with toys. We won't even be talking. You, no, just, you just hear like, the clicking of toys yeah. and transforming. What do you have there? Oh, I have a Grim. I have Grimlock. That's eighties. He could be nineties. <laughs> so interesting how, how David Duchovny didn't age. Like yeah. he's like a vampire. He, he kind of has yeah. a little bit. You can kind of tell. A little, little gray in the temples. I, I mean, he, yeah, he, he, he ages a little bit, but he, he, was, he, he was good in um, in uh, California. Case. Oh, have sure, you guys yeah. seen that? Oh yeah. 
He was but, great then. I was like, what? Is that freaking fucking Mulder? Like, what? But he was good. He was oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved his character. It was great. I was like, wow, look at this guy's coming back. X-Files is gone. And I guess, uh, oh, I keep forgetting her name. Who played Scully? Uh, Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Oh, was was she in other God. stuff prior to this? Or was she just like not doing stuff? David DeCumber like, hey, uh, let, me help out. let me help you out. Let me help out your bank account. Let's yeah, do, I don't remember do her this. doing anything after. Yeah. I don't remember seeing her anywhere after X-Files, but... God, she's still gorgeous. I think, she's, I think it's like she, she still I, looks great. I think she's British. Yeah, yeah. It's like really? that, that, yeah. it's that Mrs. Robinson thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like she's older, and it's like she could teach me a thing or two. Probably put some <laughs> between my legs. You know, like oh god, yeah. All right, All right. Yeah. welcome Dave, to the button, sexy day. Uh, right. right. get that ready. Um, fun Dave fact: David Duchovny is one dissertation away from getting a doctorate. Really? Yeah, I was listening to uh, the Nerdist. Duchovny. On my way home, or to work, and on my way home from work, and um, they're talking about that how it's literally just a dissertation that he has to write, but he just doesn't want to do it. So he's just like, "Yeah, fuck it." Hmm. But like, imagine the alliteration to that name, Doctor David Duchovny. Oh God! Oh my Doctor <laughs> David Duchovny. Oh my Doctor. God, Greg, you and M should be Mulder and Scully. Oh, that would be pretty cool. It'll work. She doesn't like X Files though. She's not a big sci-fi person. Ah, yeah, well, yeah. Her make her right somehow, yeah. you know. Or maybe, maybe she's not British. I thought she was because um, someone told me she was, and she's on this this uh, Netflix show called The Fall, which is supposed to be really good. It's with the guy from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, where he's like a serial killer or something, and she's the the cop like chasing him. Oh. It's supposed to be awesome. Yeah, uh, Emily watched like all of it and really liked it, and my mom watched it and liked all of it. So. Apparently, you know, if you're a woman, you might like it. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. There you go, ladies. Recommendations for stuff for you to watch. There you go. You're welcome. See? 30 minutes wasn't wasted. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, that's, that's pretty much it, sir. So why don't you take us on home? All right, everyone. This was the preview podcast of the Bad Kitty Funky Podcast. Tune in this Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. We'll be talking about the X-Files in issue number 36. Check us out on iTunes and also on SoundCloud. And uh, tune in with us live on Thursday, again, 9.30, on twitch.tv slash badcuddyfunky for everything you actually care about. And if you like uh, what you hear here, go on over to badcuddyfunky.com where we talk about uh, more stuff and things. Maybe you find something you like on our TVs and movies, comics, and more. Until then, guys, we'll see you later or see you another time. Or never. <laughs>